This is Kay from The Sunday Painters. Hi, it's Paul here. I've been playing over the last few years with a band called Sunday Painters and we're releasing our, uh, our very first album, our, probably our one and only album, uh, self-titled called The Sunday Painters. made music in other bands in the past and the four of you have run in the same circles for years now so I wanted to ask how did the Sunday Painters start and what did those early days look like? Well I think really it came about because Hamish Kilgar moved back to Christchurch after spending a long time maybe 30 years in, in New York and um, yeah he just came around and visited he's very he was a very sociable guy and just went around and visited people and he came around here quite a bit and Paul was at home having sort of cut down his working hours. So therefore the two of them were home alone um, quite frequently and yeah, they started playing together. Yeah, we had all uh, our gear set up in the living room. We've got a kind of little home studio here. Yeah, it, if we go back a long time, we've, we'd known Hamish from way, way back early days. And um, he'd often come round and visit us when he was in Christchurch and you know, certainly socialised a lot in earlier days when he was living here. Yeah, often he would jump in behind the drum kit and have a, a bash and um, you know, we'd, if we'd plug in and have a bash with him. <laughs> When did Alec come on board? When Hamish invited him. Yeah. yeah, you know, Hamish just said, let's get Alec round, and Alec said, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, he ended up coming around during the day as well because he's self-employed, so he could give, him, give himself some time off. It was mainly inst instigated by Hamish. How did it feel to be back in a new band again? Oh, it was really fun, really exciting, yeah, to play with some different people. Uh, the vibe is kind of similar, just everybody contributing and no one being too bossy, so I guess it's kind of seamless, seamless um, adjustment. Yeah, so it did, it did feel like a fairly seamless shift um, in the vibe of the whole thing. And it was, yeah, it was really fun to have um, Alec playing. Yeah, we also had Delaney sometimes. Yeah, Hamish was really good at um, yeah, just sort of getting people together and getting people motivated and yeah, it was just all pretty spontaneous. Yeah, I'd say the, the essence of uh, the Sunday Painters was spontaneity. There had been various ideas about what we could do and at one stage the idea was we'd, we'd just do a whole lot of seven inches and uh, maybe eventually uh, sell them as a, an album of seven inches. Yeah, it was definitely uh, based on just uh, all getting together and not quite knowing where it was going to go. <laughs> so there was a lot of uh, improvising and uh, jamming and then <clears throat> suddenly you'd find yourself getting into a bit of a, a groove or something and and that would carry on for a wee while. Oh, this is good. And then you'd think, yeah, let's make a song out of it. And in some occasions we'd rope Kay in to sort of uh, write some words and sing. And 
yeah, also tried to convince Hamish that maybe he'd be good to write and sing some songs too, but he's a wee bit reluctant to do, do a lot of that. This was recorded at home, right? Could you talk me through what your home studio looks like? Ah, uh, yeah. We've had it set up for quite some time. In fact, you go way, way back. It was set up as a studio for um, the Dunedin Double EP way back in 80-something or other, 83 or something. <laughs> some people would call it a dining room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's like an open plan area that the wall's been knocked down in between a, a living room type space and a dining type space. And the dining type space has become the room where we all set up our gear and it's sort of like in the centre of the house so it doesn't disturb neighbours quite so much. Also it has a very nice reverb bouncing back from the living room bit which is quite cool. And it's got a tiny little office off to one side where computers set up and mixing desk and mics getting in the way and gear getting in the way all the time. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's just, it has allowed quite a lot of uh, nice spontaneous recording to happen and that's probably something that did happen with the Sunday Painters because we're just you know, playing around here and then Paul would just put some mics out and next minute we've got a recording. So just as he said, keeping it simple so we can just start any time really. Yeah, so that would have been quite a contributing factor to the the recordings of the Sunday Painters because yeah we weren't sort of setting out to make an album or anything it's just did it because it was all here yeah and actually um, m- most of those songs we weren't thinking this is going to be the the song we're doing it's just you listen back to to all the bits and pieces you've done oh this this works uh, we'd use this for a rehearsal space as well so I'd have some mic vocal mics set up and I think oh well if the vocal mics are set up I may as well just record them and see how it, you know ev- everything's coming together so it was very roughly recording things and there just so happened to be another couple of mics on the drums <laughs> Now 
now that the album is finished, what's it like looking back on the process and more specifically making music with Hamish through this time? Oh, we're just we're just really glad we've got it. Yeah. You know, it's you know it's a great um, yeah. It's, an, it's like a an album of memories and um, just um, grabbing those moments in time and being able to keep them. And a, a record of um, what was happening with with us and, and Hamish in, in his last few years. And um, you know, he had some wonderful wonderful times and some great creative times over that period. And his drumming's just wonderful on, on the record, so yeah. I love the incorporation of his artwork on the cover as well. How did that come about? We were trying to figure out what we should have on it and um, we just thought it might be appropriate to have a painting of Hamish's and Kate had a good collection, Kate McRae had a good collection of his artwork. I went round and, and had a look at a few of them and I, that one just stood out, you know, it's just the cartoon music instruments floating through space. Yeah, it's pretty joyful. Yeah, absolutely loved it and everyone agreed and yeah.
When it came to the formatting of the album, did you have any process on how to decide the track listing? And what about Holloway stood out to you as the one to start the album with? Yeah, we had all the song names on little bits of paper and Hamish and Paul and I were, um, yeah, just putting them in different orders. You know, had them cut out and put them in lists on the kitchen table and we're working out what the best order would be. Yeah, we just thought that Holloway's was a good, strong start. Uh, yeah, Holloway was, it's, it rose out of a jam with, when Delaney was around. Uh, Delaney and um, Alec, me and, and um, Hamish, and we roped Kay in to be, we, we volunteered her as the vo- vocalist for that one. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, and it's just all on one note. The whole song is one one chord, I don't know what it is, but it's just one. And um, yeah, it's actually not that easy to come up with a vocal melody. It, it should be easy, and it could be easy, but um, yeah, just coming up with a vocal melody out of the blue o- over one note. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so I came up with something. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I was just, I came home to that and then yeah, ended up putting that vocal on. And it's, a, it's about, um, a, I can't remember where the initial idea came from. I think I must have seen a picture of a, a Holloway, which is a, it's kind of a pathway, an ancient pathway that's been walked on for so many hundreds of years that it creates a, a hollow, like a, a big curving hollow with walls up the side, kind of like a gigantic walking path ditch thing. And there's lots of them in the, in the UK, yeah, little villages going back and forth and back and forth. They um, yeah, created these Holloways, and I just like the idea of that and the history in, in a Holloway.
got a vivid memory of putting that down. It was just Kay playing acoustic and Hamish was sitting in the other room with a, a big bass recorder going <laughs> and I think I might have been playing bass through that part of it too and we didn't actually have the drums on it at that stage so we kind of like layered it up added them on later and got Alec in to do some extra stuff I think it's just about um, some people surviving by the skin of their teeth and you know they just seem to get into problems and then grapple their way out of it and then get into more problems and then yeah they always seem to be coming in and out of trouble some people
when we uh, were coming to the end of selecting tracks, we thought we need one more. It'd be great to have another one with Hamish singing. And then I remembered about this doing this rehearsal recording and went back and had a listen. And right on the very end of that is Hamish doing Sweet Dreams, where he gets off the drums and plays guitar and sings a song of his. Yeah, it's it's a song that Hamish had played quite a number of times when he played performed live over the last few years. It, it's it's a, quite an easy one to to play along with other people, you know, that maybe don't know it very well. It's quite a reasonably simple structure. Hamish told me it was a song he used to sing to his son Taryn. You know, it's like a lullaby. Yeah, lullaby, sweet dreams. I was trying to figure out whether he'd recorded it. And I was trying to search for it. Um, when when we decided we use it, and um, only found a forty second version of it, yeah. So I thought this this really deserves to be in full, and uh, yeah, that was a very special moment for me, and and it was kind of just chance that, that that we ended up with that recording, as I said before, you know. So so glad we did. Dreams be sweet dreams. All your dreams be sweet. May all your dreams be sweet dreams. All the dreams be sweet, sweeter. Yeah,
it was a, a holding name for it, and it was actually stands for Hamish, um, Alec, and Paul. <laughs> so there's a HAP 1 and a HAP 2. We reversed the names of them because HAP 2 was the, uh, the originally HAP 1. <laughs> but we decided on the album that they'd be better placed the way we did. One was a slow, slow jam, uh, which now is called HAP 1. And the other one's uh, HAP 2. And when we recorded it, um, I can remember Hamish and, and, and Alec thinking, yeah, maybe that was a bit fast. We'll try it again. And we tried it again, and it just felt almost like a totally different song. So there's something connected between the two. In terms of choosing where it went, we just were looking for a balance. We've got one of the haps on each side. We've got <laughs> one Hamish vocal on each side. Yeah, we were just trying to get a balance on each side. And, and um, yeah, I think we decided to put Thin Air first, just because maybe it might be a little bit familiar, seeing it had been a single. Yeah, and just uh, that just ended up ended up last. Just, just trying to space things out and create a balance and, and a bit of a flow with the songs. That one is kind of a, about buying, buying art and um, buying paintings and just how personal that is and how much um, joy it gives me buying stuff and, and looking at it every day. Yeah, it's just a, a great pleasure 
but it is very subjective. Yeah, so that's what, that's what that one's about.
This is Kay from the Sunday Painters, and you're listening to Totally Wired on BFM. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> you can put me, tag me on the end, what she said.